your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And as always, thank you for making this your first listen of the day. And today's episode is brought to you by Omaha Steaks. And the holidays are around the corner. And finding the perfect gift is tricky. So Omaha Steaks makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter NHL into the search bar to order the perfect gift package. So on today's episode, a good amount of stuff to get to. Some news coming out of Avalanche World. Players coming back and then getting sent down. Uh, Kale McCarr with another award. Uh, We will get into the Avalanche schedule for December. It is daunting. Uh, And a couple news items to get to right off the top. But before we get to that, First things first, follow the show on social media outlets, LOPN underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked On Avalanche on Instagram. Send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And of course, follow the show's YouTube page over on YouTube. And if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you saw me post something about a new era for the Locked On Avalanche podcast. I not going to spoil it or say what exactly it is right now because it's not 100% finalized yet. There's still things going on behind the scenes. Um, The I's are getting dotted and the T's are getting crossed. And once that happens, you can rest assured, uh, you know, I'll be able to, to announce it and talk about it. I'm hoping by the end of the week, that it will uh, everything get get finalized. Um, but it's it's exciting for me. It's exciting. So uh, I will get to that. Like I said, hopefully by the end of the week. Um, and I think you guys will enjoy it. In addition to that, tomorrow we are planning on doing a crossover episode with Locked on Maple Leafs. Uh, you have a, a big game like the, these two. I guess you would say powerhouses. I mean, they're they're playing between the two teams they are playing some of the best hockey in the NHL right now. So uh, to have them going up against each other is going to be an exciting event. Number one, they haven't gone up against each other in what seems like, you know, a hundred years. And then on top of that, yeah, both of them are playing excellent, excellent hockey. So a game that a lot of people are looking forward to both teams have, some pretty good rest. They've had multiple days of rest. So nobody's coming off a back to back or anything like that. You should get, you know, a a really good showing by both teams. And for the, for the avalanche, hopefully Nathan McKinnon, Uh, we'll get to that in a second, but there's some, you know, kind of just a news bits going on. Val Nachuskin, according to Peter ball of the athletic didn't feel well. Um, He did get a COVID test and it was negative so maybe he just has an upset stomach or something or maybe he's just got a cold we're getting into that season 
So, but anytime anything happens, anytime anybody sneezes, you're like, oh no, get them a COVID test. And I get it. And, and yeah, maybe you should just to be on the safe side when it comes to that. But, uh, we'll, you know, we'll have to see on, on Tuesday. And then of course on Wednesday, is the Avalanche going out on a five game road trip? Does he join them right away? Is this just one of those, you know, 24 hour, I don't feel well type of things. Not a lot of info coming out, but definitely something to watch. Uh, Ryan Murray, as we said yesterday, played 11 seconds in that game against the Predators, and then that was it. And there was not much that came out of what it was, and we're getting a little bit more information as far as it's a, a lower body injury. But Jared Bednar did say he's out indefinitely. So I haven't gone back to actually see to watch it to see if you can see it or if any, nobody's even really been posting any clips of, of what happened. Uh, but he seems like he's he's the next one to be out indefinitely. So, you know, you get guys coming back and, you know, there's always another guy to replace him on the injured list. And and that's that was kind of like the question. I brought it up when when we knew McKinnon was going to be out for a little while. And when we knew JT Confer was going to be out for a little while, it's like, don't think that's it. Don't think that, you know, we'll just wait for these guys to come back in a few weeks and then everything will be okay. There's probably going to be guys dropping uh, within that time frame. And we almost got to the end of it, but, you know, didn't happen. And now you have Ryan Murray going out and Donald Chuskin just not feeling well, but we don't know the severity of that. So... Murray's going to be out a little while. Nachuskin, who knows what. And word is that uh, Frankie Francois is going to be heading down to the Colorado Eagles. And that was an option. I kind of brought it up yesterday. It was kind of a couple things that they can do. Why not send him down if Johansson's playing well? Let him stay there. Let him stay and let Francois get you know, his legs back under him for a few games in the Colorado Eagles. I don't see any problem with that. So um, that's what you have. And Martin Kaut also is being sent back down. So he seems to be healthy again, but he's he's they activated him and sent him right back down. So he's back down too. A lot of roster moves going on for the Avalanche. Um, but one, before we get to, to Nathan McKinnon, uh, for the second straight week, Cal McCarr is the third star of the week. And uh, the first star was Ovechkin. I don't remember who the second star with. I didn't really care. Um, but for him to be the, you know, the the third star for the second straight week, and I didn't know this, uh, one of the, the Avalanche um, PR people on Twitter posted it. I knew Frankie got it two weeks in a row a couple of years ago. It was, that was the year that, that COVID first struck and, and stopped the season. He won it two weeks in a row right after their outdoor game at the Air Force Base. Um, and I didn't know that was the first time anybody had ever won two weeks in a row. I just assumed Joe Sackick had done it once. Maybe Patrick Waugh had done it once. Maybe, uh, you know, Forsberg. <clears throat> so many quality guys on this team for so long. I thought at some point, but according to him, Francois was the first one to ever do it. Kale McCarr is now the second one to be on the three stars of the week for two consecutive weeks. And, and rightly so 
four goals, three assists, seven total points in four games played. So, uh, you know, do we go for three in a row? I mean, you got three games to play this week. Yeah, three games to play. So you throw up a, a bunch of numbers and, and he could – he could, I'm assuming, be the first to do it three weeks in a row because, you know, Frankie didn't do it three weeks in a row. So um, if anybody can do it, can can Kel McCart not be that guy? Of course he can be. So uh, congratulations to him once again. All right. Let's uh, take a, a quick break and then we will discuss uh, who we have coming back. And you can bet he is is itching itching to get going but first we tease it in the beginning but omaha stakes and uh, the holidays are right around the corner and finding the perfect gift can be tricky omaha stakes makes it easy to send friends and family an unforgettable gift guaranteed to be loved go to omahastakes.com and enter nhl into the search bar to order the perfect gift package for $99.99, you'll get 24 entrees like the world-famous bacon-wrapped filet mignons, chicken breast sides, des- uh, desserts, and so much more. And when you use the code NHL, you'll also get eight additional Omaha Steak burgers for free with your order. We've all heard of the reports of shortages and shipping delays, so don't wait to order the perfect gift package today at omahasteaks.com. And you get those eight free burgers when you enter that code NHL. Achieve gifting greatness with Omaha Steaks. Incredible flavor, incredible value, and 100% guaranteed. OmahaSteaks.com, that keyword NHL. So, uh, yeah, while Nathan McKinnon has been out, the team has played incredibly well. And you're always going to hear those guys who are like, oh, maybe we don't need Nathan McKinnon. Stop that. That's blasphemy. That's idiotic. That's stupid. That's lunacy. Put in whatever word you want. Um, you know, it, it's just the team started peaking at, at the right time. I don't know if peaking is the right word. They started improving play at the right time. Um, you want this guy back, and he is itching to go because he has not played with this team while they have played this well. So is he sitting back thinking like, you know, oh, man, like they're, they're playing well without me. I got to get out there and prove my worth. No, he's not thinking that. He's thinking, man, these guys really held down the fort while, uh, you know, I was gone. <clears throat> now it's my turn to get out there and help them along for all the hard work that they've done over the past few weeks. You know, and, and right now, if you're Nathan McKinnon and he doesn't do this anyway, you're not thinking about heart trophies you're not thinking about uh you know rocket richard trophies mainly because that is so far out of your reach right now he probably wasn't thinking much of that at the beginning of the season anyway he is hardwired to be set on getting this team over the second round hump getting them into the stanley cup finals and winning it that is his sole purpose right now individual accolades he does not care about. And I genuinely believe that. And I believe that's from across this team. And even when you talk to guys like Kale McCarr, he doesn't care. He, he like he has, even, even when he, he won rookie of the year, he, you know, the interview he gave was like, this is nice. Thank you. I'm not going to be an idiot. And, and I'm not going to be, you know, ungrateful. 
but this is not why I play. And I really think that starts with Nathan McKinnon and has trickled down to the rest of the guys on the roster. They are there for that one purpose. And when, when you know, new guys come in and they sign with this team, it's to for everybody to get on board to, to have that final goal of winning a Stanley Cup. So Nathan McKinnon is not coming back saying, I got to, you know, pick up the pace and, you know, get get my stats back up to Connor McDavid levels or dry side levels. No, because that's that's first of all, that's gone. You've missed too much time um, and that's not important. He's thinking I got to pick up my stats so my team wins. He's like, I, he's. I got to pick up goals on the power play. So my, my team is improving, improves on the power play, which they've done without him. So if they've improved the power play minus Nathan McKinnon, when he comes back in, it, it should improve even more. You should not go the other way, but if it does happen, God forbid, then you're going to hear the, that small, the, the small minority of people who are like, Oh, should, should we, you know, maybe look to trade, maybe just doesn't mesh well with this team anymore. Just stop all of that. He is a superstar player. He's one in a million. He'll figure it out. But I don't anticipate that. I, I think this team has has really they've performed well. And now they're just waiting for their all-star to get back, their all-world player to get back and just get him in the mix with how they've been playing. <clears throat> and I say this often about Nathan McKinnon is sometimes he pushes too hard. Sometimes he's skating too fast for his own good and he'll lose track of the puck on a stick and he'll overskate the puck. Uh, that's maybe my only worry about other than is he completely healed from his injury, clearly. But is he going to be too giddy and want to be going too fast right off the jump? I think it's going to happen. I think that's just human nature where his endorphins and his uh, everything in his being is going to be on, you know, pinned in the red. So he might need a, a uh, I, I would rather see him use a period to get acclimated, get back into the game flow. But I also know that's not Nathan McKinnon's style. I think he is itching to go and uh, on opening puck drop, he's going to be flying. Because they do. I think, you know, people from the outside looking in want to see, they want to see stats. They want to see like, the, you know, they, they know that he's missed some time. But, I mean, once he got one goal on the season, uh, it, it, it's, it hasn't been, um, even saying that, you know, it hasn't been a typical Nathan start to the Nathan McKinnon uh, that we know. Because I'm bringing up his stats right now. Um but he's still, despite that, because I know he's still up there, even missing all the time that he's missed. Uh, ten points on, the, yeah. So he's had one, one goal and nine assists. So, so ten points um, in eight games. So he's still doing over a point a game when he's playing. But people look at the goals for him and how many goals is he scoring? And the goal that this happened last year too. The goals weren't coming for him early in the season. And things settled down, and, it, and he was fine. So is this a little bit of a setback for him to get back into the flow? Sure it is. But, you know, this guy is in better condition than, than anybody that you can imagine. So, yeah, it might take a period for him to uh, 
get back into the the flow of the game and speed of the game. But I'm 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 looking at this as when we look back on this season, uh, it's going to be, you know, barring any future injury, let's hope not. It's going to be, you know, before Nathan McKinnon was injured and after. I think he's t- taken this time to really sit back and look at things from a distance and, you know, kind of like taking the high ground and looking at everything in totality and saying, okay, this is what I have to do. This is how this team has played without me and they've done very well. How do I slot myself into this? I think he's going to come back a, a different player in terms of, and I say this, you know, he knows his role, but I'm saying knowing his role. He's a leader of this team and he needs to continue to do that. And he will do that. But I think he knows that, okay, this team does well without me. So I don't have to do everything all the time. There's times where he, you know, when you want him to take over, he will. But the way that this team is played, he doesn't need to do that all the time. He's good addition to puck. He doesn't mind passing. Clearly, he's got nine assists on the season compared to one goal. He's not, but he will get his fair share of shots. We all know that. So he has that dynamic where he finds his own lanes. But if you're open, you're getting the puck from him. So I I, I say that because I I feel like he has really taken in how this team has been playing, and he knows exactly what he needs to do to fit in nicely with how this team has been performing over the past few weeks. And I think he is excited to get this thing going. And I I, I I really don't think you're going to see a slow progression from him as long as the injury is okay, you know, if he's maybe not a hundred percent, I don't know why he wouldn't come back. If he wasn't at least 90, 95%, you're never a hundred percent once the season starts. Um, but I think he, he, you're going to see a Nathan McKinnon hit the ground running and you're going to see a collection of points uh, early on. I think he's just built that way. I think he's ready to go. I think he's, he's witnessed uh, what this team has done without him and he's going to insert himself nicely and continue that progress. And they're going to have to do that right off the bat because you are going up against a really good Toronto Maple Leafs team. So let's talk about that in the rest of the avalanche December schedule, because it's a tough one. But first betonline.ag and we have the Thanksgiving season is now over, but that does not mean the betting is over. And betonline.ag remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated desktop and mobile device websites to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's where the games begin. That's betonline.ag. So the Avalanche schedule for December, I'm going to see if I can uh, make this two for two because my psychic powers uh, came to the forefront for the month of November, kind of. Uh, I I don't really do the, uh, and maybe I should, 
do the you know overtime losses. So I just said the Az are going seven and three. They went seven, two, and one. Clearly, I knew that ahead of time uh, because I'm from the future. And for December, just the just the look of it, you know, you go to the Colorado Avalanche website and bring up their schedule. November, it's it's like a barren wasteland, and then December, it's like bam, <laughs> there is so many games uh, to be played in December, and really, uh, you know, here on out with the the season going on hiatus in February, they kind of had to jam pack everything in to get the whole season in at its regular time. So you're getting this. You're kind of getting like the last year's COVID shortened season for the rest of this season. The Avalanche have uh they have three days off. That's Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and the day after Christmas. And that is the only time they have more than one day off for the entire month. There's no time where they have two days off in a row other than that little stretch right there. So they started off with the five-game road trip over on the East Coast. The first two games are in Canada, and it's a back-to-back December 1st and 2nd. We already mentioned the December 1st game Wednesday against Toronto, and then they follow that up in Montreal to face the Canadians. Uh, and then Saturday on the fourth, they're in Ottawa the following week, three games that week. You're in Philadelphia for the first time. And then you're in New York to face the Rangers for the first time. And those are your five games. And then uh day off on Thursday and then Friday the 10th, you are home and you're, you're home. So it's nice to have, you know, you have a five game road trip all on the East coast, and then you come home for a three-game homestand. So that, that's kind of nice. You're not just home for one game and then right back out on the road. Um, and those three games are Detroit, Florida, and the Rangers again. So you're facing the Rangers twice in a week. Uh, and you have Detroit in there, who is no longer a pushover. Uh, they are a very good, young, fast team. And it's always nice to see the Red Wings. And in the middle of those is uh, the Panthers, who you didn't look so hot against the first time you played them in Florida. So you're going to want some redemption there. After those three games, you're back on the road for one game, facing off for the second time against Nashville. So they're going to want redemption on their end. Uh, and it will be interesting to see, uh, you know, Eklund and Landeskog say hello again. And then that's the only road game. And then you're back after a day off against Tampa Bay. And then you are back on the road for four games in a row. So you have a five-game road trip to start the month. And then you have a four-game road trip towards the end of the month. It doesn't end the month, but it's towards the end of the month. Another game against Detroit. This one's in Detroit. And then in Buffalo the very next day in Boston. And then your little Christmas break. And then on the 27th, you are in Vegas. And then a day off. And then you end the month with two games, not back-to-back. You have a day off in between against Dallas. One at home, and then the last one on the road. That's a full schedule. <laughs> that is a, a lot of games in a, a you know a short amount of time. You're playing all this. You know, this is going to feel like the COVID season. Avalanche is going to be playing all the time. So you're playing 16 games if I – Calculated that right. You got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yes, yeah, sixteen games, and only 
five of them are at home. You're getting your mileage in for this, this month, only five games at home and three of them are in a row kind of the beginning to middle of the month. So the odds are going to be doing some traveling. And when you look at it, remember how last month I was saying a lot of these games are against the lower echelon of teams. The opposite is kind of true for this minus a few. You look at this and you're like, all right, what are the teams that, you know, you should handle. You should handle Montreal. You should handle Ottawa. Although they gave you a game. They gave you a really good game, and this one's in Ottawa. But still, you're the better team than Ottawa. So you should handle Montreal. You should handle Ottawa. Philly is struggling right now. They, they lose five in a row, maybe six in a row. They, they've lost a lot, so maybe Philly. And then you have Buffalo. So really, four games are ones that you can circle be like, we should definitely win those games. Everything else is against a, a, a formidable opponent. You have Toronto, you have the Rangers twice, you have Florida, you have Tampa Bay, you have Detroit twice, who, like I said, Detroit is not a pushover. You feel comfortable you should win those games, but they're an upstart team. Uh, you have Boston, who's not playing the best, but that's in Boston, very tough place to play. You're playing against Vegas, who you would think should be struggling with all the injuries that they've had, but they're not. And that's in Vegas, a very tough place to play. And then Dallas, you have a, you know, and that's a division game. You know, they're, they're playing better, one at home, one on the road. And, you know, we just played them. You're not expecting what happened against Dallas to happen again, where you give up two goals in the first minute and a half, and then they go into their defensive play. Overall, this is a tough month. This is a tough month for the Avalanche. A lot of travel, a lot of going to the East Coast. Um, and you're up against a lot of teams that are, are are vying for, you know, a Stanley Cup run between the Maple Leafs, the Panthers, the Lightning, Vegas, and the Rangers are playing very good hockey. That's five teams that probably have Stanley Cup, Cup aspirations right now, and you're playing them all in one month. Prediction-wise... So you're playing 16 games. You're playing five at home. Let's say you go four and one. Let's say you lose. I don't even know which one. It doesn't matter which one. Maybe, well, you don't want to lose the whole season series to the Panthers. And uh, let's say you lose the lightning one, whatever. So let's say you go four and one at home. And then you have 10 games on the road, right? You got five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. No, 11 games on the road. I'm sorry. Um, so if you go, let me see. Wait. Yeah. So you got one. I don't know. That's if you go seven, seven and was that seven and four. Seven and four on the road, and then four and one at home. That's 11, 11 wins. It'd be 22 points in the month. That's not bad. So let's see. So, what did I say? So, you got so four and one. So, you got one, two, three, four. So, you got four, and then 
to 11 wins. All right. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. 11 and five. Even if you go 10 and six, let's say you go 10 and six with that many road games, I think I'd be happy with 10 and six. Anything above that is, I think, uh, is good. And the only reason I say that is because that's so many road games. If you're playing more home games, I might increase your record a little bit. But that is that's that's a daunting task to have that many road games. So, oh man, I, I want to get locked into a a definite number here. And because you know I'm going to be homer here, um, I'll say eleven and five for the month. There it is, eleven and five. Don't fail me, Abs. Let's have two good months in a row for me predicting your months. Um, so that's going to be it. But let me know. Um, what do you guys think? It's going to be a tough month for the Abs. Can they stay healthy for a month? Obviously, you're going to, you know, you're going to have Ryan Murray out for some time. But once you get Comper back, once you get uh, McKinnon back, can we, can we finally put some of these injuries behind us? I know that's tough to predict. But let me know what you guys think. Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com or hit me up on uh, Twitter or Instagram or uh, YouTube. Some people discuss in the in the comment section on YouTube as well. So that will be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen of the day. That is always appreciated. Head on over to Locked on NHL to make that your second listen of the day. Get up on all of the latest news, and there's a lot going on around the league right now. You got Evander Kane, you got Marshan getting suspended, uh, lots going on. So check out Locked On NHL for all that stuff. All right, everyone, that will wrap it up for today, and we will see you tomorrow. I don't anticipate me being able to tell you what's going on, but if things happen quickly, I will. Uh, but that'll be it. All right, everyone, thanks for tuning in. See you guys tomorrow. Have a good night. Go, Abs, go.